Well, hello, I'm Dr. Shante Haynes again with Heart Heart Truth Ministries, and it truly is my pleasure for us to be able to bring you these encouraging messages in a bottle, to encourage you as you're going through, to encourage you to be the best that God has for you to be. And it is just truly my pleasure. It is my privilege to be able to do this with you. So today is another throwback that we're going to have. Today, the message is called, it's part of the I Am Trying to See Something series, but it's called Lord Equip Me. So let's bow. Most gracious Father, God, we want to be equipped by you. We want to hear from you. We want to be prepared by you. We want all the strategies and the tools that you have. But God, we need a word. So we ask that you send your word today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, go ahead and enjoy the message. Well, hello, this is Dr. Shante Haynes, and I am not going to belabor the point today. This is your encouraging message in a bottle. So let's jump in and bow as we then go before the throne today to hear what thus saith the Lord. Let's bow. Most gracious God, God, we love you. We thank you. We bless you. We honor you. And we just need to hear a word from you. So speak to our hearts, speak to our minds, speak to our assignments, speak to our direction, speak, O oh Lord. We hear, we await, and we will obey. It's in Jesus' name that we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Well, if you recall, we are in a series that says, I'm trying to see something. And it's based on Job, the 42nd chapter in the fifth verse, where Job says, I've heard about all the rumors about you, but now I've seen you for myself. I'm trying to see something is the series. I am trying to see something. Well, today is the fourth part of that series. And we recognize that we want our eyes to really see. But today's installment is Lord, equip me. Now, let me just go back a little based on what we've already discussed. We looked at part one. This is I need to see you. I need to see you. And we recognize that there is a God-sized void and there's a desire for us to develop a relationship with him. And we understood from that in the fact that I need him. I need him. I need him in his sovereignty. I need him in his power. I need him in his might. I need him. I need to see you because I want to know you. But then in part two, Lord, make me. We recognize the creative nature of God, the creative power of God, and we saw in his creation that it was a reflection of his divine sovereignty. He discloses or obscures counsel, and the ignorance of man is then contrasted with the incomprehensible ways of God. Let me say that one again. He obscures counsel. God is all wisdom. And sometimes when we think we know, we don't know. And we have to come to the real realization that we don't know and we need to go to him. So it contrasts the ignorance of man with the incomprehensible ways of God. In other words, he is the creator. Then in part three, we talked about Lord, father me. The fact that he watches over and he also provides is reminiscent of his character as well as his nature. And we need that 
We don't want to feel like we are alone. We want to make sure that we have someone we can crawl up into his arms and call him Abba, Father, and say, Father, me. I want to hear everything is going to be all right. We recognize that he controls the weather. And so I don't have to be in control that all creation, all creatures depend on God for food. And so trusting him to provide for me does make sense. He's commander as well as provider, but best of all, he's my father. And that's what we learned. Well, today, Part four, Lord, equip me is coming from the 39th chapter of the book of Job as God is answering Job with illustrations about creatures that we know about. You see, it's easy to make decisions in someone else's life. Can I get a witness? Especially when you don't know the whole story. You know, we make assumptions and we think that we can run their lives a little bit better. But the Bible does tell us that we need to mind our own business. I love the fact that Jesus said to Peter, what's it to you, depending on what I do about John? It, it doesn't matter to you if I decide I want to leave him here until I return, but what's it to you? See, the challenge really is the fact that we want to control and to see other people's lives, but the challenge is to see you unfolding. And so when we ask God, equip me, we have to recognize that as he went to all these different animals, that he has the power, he has more understanding than anyone. So in verses 1 through 12, he talks about the ox, the mountain goats, as well as the donkeys. And the Bible reads for us in the 39th chapter, it says, do you know when the mountain goats give birth? Do you watch when the doe bears her fawn? Do you count the months till they bear? Do you know the time they give birth? They crouch down and bring forth their young. Their labor pains are ended. Their young thrive and grow strong in the wilds. They leave and do not return. Who let the wild donkey go free? Who untied his ropes? I gave him the wasteland as his home, the salt flats as his habitat. He laughs at the commotion in the town. He does not hear a driver shout. He ranges the hills for his pasture and searches for any green thing. Will the wild ox consent to serve you? Will he stay by your manager at night? Can you hold him to the furrow with a harness? Will he till the valleys behind you? Will you rely on him for his great strength? Will you leave your heavy work to him? Can you trust him to bring in your grain and gather it to your threshing floor? That was verses one through 12. He's talking about that. God says, I place them where they are suitable for what I've called them to. He talks about the mountain goat. He said, I watched over them as they gave birth. I counted their days and I know the health of their offspring and the fact that they do not return. I put him in an open field because that's what suited him. The wild donkey, however, the wilderness and the wasteland were the places that I allowed him to roam because he never hears the shouts of a driver. The wild ox, you can't trust him, nor can you depend upon him. Do you have people, my question is, in your life that are goats, donkeys, and wild oxes that disappointed you because they were acting in character, but you expected 
something different. See, God knows our capabilities and he places them where they are suitable for what he has called them to. Point number one, get in the right place. Get in the right place. You know, sometimes we are not positioned like we should be. And when we are positioned incorrectly, we tend to compare ourselves to others. And I will put this pen in it right here and tell you that comparison is a killer of greatness. Oh, yes, you're going to then not do everything that you were called to do as long as you keep comparing yourself to someone else. It limits your potential. And it also has you lacking focus. See, in the 13th through the 18th verse, he is going to compare the ostrich and the stork. And the Bible reads, the wings of the ostrich flap joyfully, but they cannot compare with the pinions and the feathers of the stork. She lays her egg on the ground and lets them warm in the sand, unmindful that a foot may crush them, that some wild animal may trample them. She treats her young harshly as if they were not hers. She cares not that her labor was in vain, for God did not endow her with wisdom or give her a share of good sense. Yet when she spreads her feathers to run, she laughs at horse and rider. He didn't give a good sense. See, we would think, looking on the outside, that the ostrich is bigger than the stork. But we have to recognize that her treatment of family and others is harsh because she lacks wisdom. The outside looks good, but the backside ain't good. It's kind of the way we would say it. There's a difference between the wisdom given by God and the lack of understanding that others have. So here's the point. Stop comparing or you'll miss your assignment. You see the image, you know, the Instagram fame that we see today in social media, but you don't see the whole story. So if you are going to be equipped by God, make sure you allow him to get you in the right place. But you need to, point number two, focus on your assignment. Focus on your assignment. See, the problem with imitation when we look at the comparison, is that in the duplicating, we miss the unique creation and we lose. If you add an L to the front of imitation, you end up with limitation. And that's exactly what we end up with. In verses 19 through 25, God talks about the horse. And the Bible reads, do you give the horse his strength or clothe his neck with a flowing mane? Do you make him leap like a locust, striking terror with his proud snorting? His paws fiercely, rejoicing in his strength and charges into the fray. He laughs at fear, afraid of nothing. He does not shy away from the sword. The quiver rattles against his side along with the flashing spear and lance. In frenzied excitement, he eats up the ground. He cannot stand still when the trumpets sound. At the blast of the trumpet, he snorts, aha. He catches the scent of battle from afar, the shout of commanders and the battle cry. You see, the horse's strength is in the way that he is wired, just like you. 
Your abilities were given by God. Your giftedness is his divine design. The horse has strength because of his unique determination because of the way that he is wired. If you are going to be adequately equipped, you need to recognize that your abilities are given by God. Your giftedness is based on his design and you have to be you and you will be strong. Hmm. Sometimes though, the problem isn't that we aren't being authentic, authentically us. It's that we want to do what they do. The problem is we don't know who the they are. <laughs> See, you can be in the right room. You can be focused on your assignment. You can be strong in being you, but you still are looking to do what you aren't called to do. He compares in verses 26 through 30, the hawk and the eagle. And let's look at what it says. It says, does a hawk take flight by your wisdom and spread his wings toward the south? Does the eagle soar at your command and build his nest on high? He dwells on a cliff and stays there at night. A rocky crag is his stronghold. From there, he seeks out his food. His eyes detect it from afar. His young ones feast on blood and there and where the slain are there is heat. See, the problem is if we are in the right place and we're focused on our assignment and we're strong in who we are, we still can't do what others are called to do. He says, do you take flight based on your understanding? Do you move out because of what you understand? Ultimately, we need to be equipped and we need to get it right but we have to go back to the source and that's God. See, the power of the animal has God as the source and not man. So we need to stop asking or even giving power to others who didn't create us or place us or gift us nor assign us. We have to spend time with God and allow him to equip and to empower us. So our last point is that we have to go to the source to regain our power. If we're going to be equipped adequately by God, we need to start with him. We need to be strong and authentic in who we are. We need to focus on our assignment and then we have to get in the right place. My prayer for you is that God will show you, you, as he shows you him. Let's bow. Most gracious and heavenly Father, God, we see you. We see you as creator. We see you as father. We see you as this void that we have and we desire a relationship, but we also want to be empowered by you, equipped by you so that we might serve in the capacity in which you have called us. The assignment is ready and it's waiting on us, but sometimes we aren't. And it's in that God gap that we continue to look to you, asking you the questions so that we will have your wisdom and how to operate, how you've gifted and strengthened us, what you've placed on the inside so that we might be able to run with it the way you would have for us. In the right place, in the right season, we have to detect, Lord, the season that we are in. 
We ask that you order our steps. We ask that you come and dine with us. We ask that you equip us, God, with the right tools at the right time to do what you have called in the season that we are in. We're going to bless you for it. For you are high and exalted in this place. Your wisdom is far above any. We know not one to call upon that we can depend upon, that we can trust in other than you. You uniquely designed us and created us. You uniquely gifted us and made us who we are. And you did it with a great purpose and a plan in mind that is going to be for not only our good, but your glory to serve others. So we thank you. We bless you. We honor you. In Jesus' name, we do pray and give you thanks. Amen. Well, God bless each and every one of you today. I pray that you go back and read the 39th chapter of Job and you dissect it even more. I brought it to you in short order today, but I am so thrilled that God is willing to equip you too. It's been my pleasure. I'm Dr. Shante Haynes and family do me a favor. If you would like this post, not that you're saying, oh, it was all that, but you're saying that I want others to be able to be equipped to. I want them to hear this word. And then I would love for you to go ahead and share it with someone else because we're going to mess up the algorithm so it can reach more people. But we want to reach the right people as well so that if you know someone who needed to hear this message, go ahead and share that with them. And then by all means, subscribe so that you'll be able to get notified about when the next message is coming out. It truly has been my pleasure. I'm Dr. Shante Haynes with Heart to Heart Truth Ministries. We're helping you put feet to your faith so that you can walk victoriously. Be encouraged today. It's been my pleasure. Have an absolutely fantastic rest of your week. Find us online at shantahaynes.com. That's C-H-O-N-T-A-H-A-Y-N-E-S.com. We are a division of Heart to Heart Truth Ministries and Heart to Heart Truth Foundation. Donations are welcome at shantahaynes.com backslash foundation. At Heart to Heart Truth Ministries, we're helping believers live an abundant life based on God's word, standing on his promises, walking out his principles, sharing with God's people, serving as unto the Lord.